Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It takes a lot of work, time, and money to produce all the content we have here at 7 Lamb. If you enjoy our shows and would like to help us out, we're on Patreon. You can visit patreon.com forward slash 7 Lamb. We have multiple tiers to choose from with tons of bonus content like scripts, extra episodes, bloopers, talks with the cast, and early ad-free releases. Our patrons are a big help and allow us to keep producing quality content. So if you'd like to help us out, once again, that's patreon.com forward slash 7 lamb. The number 7, L-A-M-B. Thanks. Seven Lamb Productions presents Tower Four, Season One, Episode Five, Enos Lake. up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar 49 perfect with our classic fries price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer ba-da-ba-ba-ba The next morning, I woke up somewhat early, took a shower, and packed a bag. Amber informed me I could find a pop-up tent in one of the crates in the shed. Of course, it was in the bottom one. I found some bungee cords as well that I used to attach the small pop-up tent to the bottom of my backpack. Amber told me it was quite the hike to Eno's Lake. The map showed that it was further away than Site 5, so there was a chance I wouldn't make it back before dark. I made sure I had enough food and water, bear spray, and even a knife in case the bear spray didn't work. I also decided to pack the journal I found the previous night. I'd yet to tell Amber about it. Hey, have you left yet? Not yet. You better leave soon. You'll never make it back before dark. I'm not planning on it. I'm taking the tent you told me about. Should've left earlier. Well, this way I don't have to rush. Oh, so it's like a real camping trip. (laughs) Camping trip? Apparently this is a rescue mission. So I'm looking for footprints and trash and strands of hair. That's right, Columbo. Jesus, you really do make some old references. Don't you dare say anything bad about my friend Peter Falk. I'm talking about you. Yeah, yeah. So, did you leave yet? I'm going, I'm going. Good. I'll let you know.
I jumped onto the trail and headed north. I thought about bringing my earbuds with me and listening to some music, but didn't feel like it. Walking in the woods and experiencing the natural sounds of the forest was enough. It would allow me to empty my mind and relax, because I knew this hike would be a pain. Headed along three posts. This was a small trail I took to get to Tower 4 from the ranger station. It didn't take long before I was regretting not taking my earbuds, but that was only because I was trying to focus on my story and I couldn't. I kept thinking about the journal. I wanted to tell Amber about it, but part of me was worried about what she would say. Jean told me that the last guy who stayed in the tower couldn't handle it. Is that what this was? Is that what I was experiencing? Please don't let me go stir crazy. Maybe some time away from the tower would do me good. Mikey. Yes, Amby. Please stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry. So I talked to Gene and he checked the weather. Should be nice. Until tonight when a storm is supposed to hit. Nothing big though. That's fine. I have a tent. I told him you did. He was proud of you for thinking ahead. He said that? I could hear it in his voice. Yeah, I bet. I checked them the first day. Well, not thoroughly, but I haven't really needed anything. Except coffee. Until now. Well, yeah. How's the trek going? You hit Eno's path yet? No, but I think I'm close. Eno's path diverted from three posts. It took hikers all the way to the lake and looped back around. At least that's what the map showed. I brought a paper map and a compass with me. Eno's path is a bit rugged. And since that section of the woods closed down, I can't imagine what the trail looks like now. Probably overgrown. Awesome. Also, I should mention that Eno's Lake is a bit out of reach for Tower 3. Meaning? You probably won't be able to contact me. Signal strength and all. Oh. But, if you head north from Eno's Lake, you can hit Overarch, which will give you signal if you want to contact Gene. You know, to say hi and demand banana chips. That sounds enticing. Just a suggestion. Really wish I brought my earbuds now. Talking to me isn't enough? Not when I lose signal. True. But I could sing for you before signal goes out. I've heard I have a lovely voice. Oh, yeah? I mean, the compliments came from biased sources, but still. If you're interested in the Ronettes, the Supremes, Leslie Gore, or Buddy Holly, I got you covered. <gasps> really? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What do you listen to? Classic stuff. Zeppelin, Stones, Beatles, Floyd, The Who, Clash, Clapton. 
Presley, Dylan, should I go on? Oh, come on. Routinely rattling off some of the greats like your taste in music is so much more sophisticated than mine. I didn't say that. I listen to Clapton, Presley, and Dylan too. You just go a little further back. But not much. Not like I'm mentioning Johnny Mathis, Bing Crosby, Sinatra, or shit, Beethoven. Don't remind me. Any more classical music coming through the radio? It hasn't happened in weeks. That's good, right? I guess. Can I ask you a question, Mikey? I'll allow it. How old do you think I am? I know how old you are. You're 32. How'd you know that? You told me. Oh, that's right. The introductions. I have to say, you sound a lot younger. You just pointed out how I make old references. I meant your voice. Oh. How old would you say I am? Did you really just forget again? That you told me your age? That's hard to do. Why? Because I do already know. Just play the game. <sighs> Fine. Even though I thought it was impolite to talk about age with a woman. You're such a gentleman. Now, answer the question. Shit, I don't know. Going purely off sound? Because we're whales now. I'd say... I'd say you sound... Late 20s? Maybe 28? Okay, okay. I'll take it. Shave a couple years off. Happy? You think I'd guess differently? I know you would. How about me? Do I sound my age? No, not at all. Do I sound older? Yeah, but that's only due to the panting in between sentences. Hey, I'm not used to this hiking stuff. <laughs> Obviously. But it's not a bad thing. A lot of guys look better with age. It's the opposite for me. Although, I am glad to know that my voice makes me seem more youthful. It's your friendly demeanor and childish sarcasm. No, no, no. It's a welcome contrast to what I've dealt with the last few years. Hey, if you ever want to talk about serious stuff, we can. Didn't we do that already? I believe that was us barely scratching the surface. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I'm always here. Unless I'm at Enos Lake. Well, yes. When you reach the beautiful, mostly isolated lake, you won't be able to hear my youthful, sarcastic voice. <laughs> Amber was right about both things. The path was rugged, and several times I tripped and almost rolled down a steep incline. And I was having trouble contacting her. The static became so unbearable that I only could make out every third word which made communication impossible. And... You... Wait. You... Every time. You... Nothing. Hey Amber, I can't hear you. It keeps cutting off, so I'm gonna say goodbye and turn this thing off. Hopefully you can hear this. Or maybe not. I turned off the radio. There was no reason to keep it on now, but maybe after I reached the lake I could take a little trip north and head over to Overarch and talk to Jean.
Hours passed and the travel was slow. I climbed over fallen rocks, down steep inclines, and over a few fallen trees. Did this father and son really head this way? Oh shit. In the distance, through a break in the tree cover, I noticed several vultures circling in the sky. More specifically, turkey vultures. I remember seeing them multiple times while bird watching in the tower. They were part of the New World Vultures, and one of two types that appear in Wyoming. The other was the Black Vulture. I knew these were turkey vultures because of the red head. The fact that they were circling meant something was dead up ahead. While it was probably just an animal, for some reason, a chill ran down my spine. An hour later and my assumption of a dead animal was accurate, but it wasn't the type of animal I expected. I figured I'd see a raccoon, deer, elk, possum, but no. Instead, a large dead black bear lay only a few feet from the trail. It wasn't as big as the bear I saw a couple weeks ago, but it was still large. Several vultures picked at the body. As I approached, they hopped away and eventually took flight. I noticed several large scratches in the side. What the hell could have done that? Another bear, maybe? I had my knife on me attached to my waistband. I didn't have a sheath for the knife, but before I left the tower, I made a small incision in the top of my pants that allowed the knife to slide all the way through to the handle. I wanted to make sure I had easy access, mainly because I didn't trust the bear spray. In fact... I took the bear spray out and slid it into my pocket. I didn't trust it, but wouldn't hurt to have it ready too. I took multiple breaks on the trail to catch my breath, eat, or drink. When I finally reached the lake, I couldn't help but smile. That stupid path was not easy. How the hell did anyone lug all their stuff and fishing equipment all the way here? The lake was large and still, and situated in the middle of a grassy field. I didn't notice any tents. I went down to the water and walked along the perimeter of the lake. There wasn't anyone here. The grass was so tall I was worried about stepping on a snake. I looked back over the tree line to see vultures still circling high above. It was six now. 
I bent down to the water and ran my hand along the surface. It was surprisingly cool. Oh, come on. I ripped the radio off my belt loop and remembered it was off. Or I thought it was off. It wasn't off. I had accidentally turned it to another channel. I went back to the previous channel. The radio interference continued. I expected to hear the classical music, but it didn't come. <sighs> Good. What the hell is that? That's when I saw a person standing on the other side of the lake. What the fuck? The person who wore beige pants and an untucked white dress shirt had his back to me. Hey! He didn't move. He didn't acknowledge me. He started walking toward the wood line and I noticed him carrying a large metal box. He also wore large headphones. Hey! He couldn't hear me. I ran along the lake's edge trying to catch up to the man. My legs and feet were killing me and running on the soft, wet soil didn't help. I dropped my backpack and ran faster. Hey! As I ran along the large lake, I saw the man disappear into the woods. Damn it! I ran as fast as I could. Hello? Where was he? Hello! My legs were on fire. It took a moment to rest. I surveyed the area and saw no sign of the strange man. What the hell was he holding? Hello? Nothing. Shit. I didn't want to wander too far into the woods. I was no Daniel Boone and it wouldn't take much for me to get lost. I ended up heading back to the lake, but before I walked completely out of the woods, a certain tree caught my attention. Holy shit. Another eye carved into the bark. I ran my finger along the entire outline. Was this father and son messing with me? Was Amber? Jean? I started. There it is. I let the music play as I went to retrieve my backpack. I saw dark clouds in the distance. I wasn't going to make it back in time, so I decided I should set up camp somewhere close.
An hour later, I found a spot just off the path, but still inside of the lake. I set up the tent and ate dinner. Ravioli, beef jerky, and dried apricots. I sat in the tent with the door flap open so I could see the area where the man had disappeared into the woods. He never did return. When it got darker, the mosquitoes came out, which forced me to zip up my tent. I had bug spray on, but I didn't need them flying around inside. As the sun disappeared over the horizon, I thought about taking a sleeping pill until I realized I forgot to pack them. Instead, I got my flashlight and pulled out the mysterious journal. I read through each page. Sometimes it'd be hard to decipher because the cursive handwriting was sloppy and often completely incoherent. When I reached the halfway point of the journal, a certain passage caught my eye. They'll never believe me. The excuses they make. They want to keep me here. Is it why they say the things they do? Nowhere to go. They know that. Trust no one. When they find me, I'll be gone. And you will know why. What the hell is this guy talking about? What was that? flashlight and knife and slowly open the tent just a little just to peek out what the hell was out there I poked the flashlight out but the beam didn't even reach across the grassy field I did notice the tops of the trees moving on the other side of the lake whatever was out there it was big lightning flashed in the sky oh man Oh shit, that guy. Something happened. Something attacked him. I was frozen. I didn't know what to do. Lightning flashed again and a raindrop hit the top of the tent. It wasn't loud at all, but it still made me jump. Something was coming this way. What do I do? What do I do? I can't run. It'd be fucking ridiculous to run out there now, at night, right before the storm. Whatever it was, it was close. The trees rocked. No. I turned off the radio. My flashlight started to malfunction. It flickered crazily. Shit, not now! I turned it off and zipped up the tent. I sat motionless, listening intently to the large thing outside. That was no bear. 
It sounded like it was in the field, but I dared not open the tent flap. I had to remain silent. It was right near me. I felt something looming over the tent. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. I gripped my knife tightly, held my breath. Oh my god. What is out there? Was it gone? I waited nervously. I didn't hear anything else besides the quickening rainfall. Please tell me it was gone. Thirty minutes passed, but it felt like hours. It was raining hard now. Couldn't hear anything but the falling water and loud thunder. I kept the knife and flashlight situated on my lap. The flashlight was working again. I kept it on and pointed it up to brighten the whole tent. My mind continued to race as I tried to comprehend what had just happened. I would not be sleeping tonight. Tower 4 Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Story by Robert M. Lamb and Dylan Whitehead Starring Jack Austin as Mike, Gina Coyle as Amber, Brian Messick as Gene. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Brett Wilkins at Facebook.com slash WilkinsMusicFL. If you enjoy Tower 4, visit SevenLamb.com for more audio dramas such as this. Also, don't forget to follow Seven Lamb on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Seven Lamb Podcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. 
Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.